Hey, Reckless. <laughs> um, I'm Maggie. I go to East Paulding. I'm Vivian. I go to South Paulding. And I'm Caleb, and I go to the North Paulding High School. <laughs> okay, so um, tonight we're going to be starting a new series. It's called Gospel. And gospel simply means um, good news, you know. So over the next four weeks, we're going to be talking about what the gospel is and why it's literally the best news ever. Um, so I'm going to start with the verse. Um, so Luke 4:43 says, but he said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. Um, he is the good news. Jesus is the good news, you know, and um, can you think of a time where you have received good news? Recently, me and my family have experienced what this looks like. Um, so around the end of September, uh, we welcomed a girl. Um, her name is Rosa. She's from Spain. And she's on the front row. Hey, Rose. <laughs> and we welcomed her into our home. She's an exchange student. Um, she didn't live with us at first. Um, I met her in Spanish class, actually, weird enough. But um, I met her, and she was sitting <clears throat> in, like, the seat next to me. And when I walked in, I was like, oh, like, she wasn't here, like, the first day. Um, so I walked over, and I was like, hey, like, I really like your earrings. And she was like, thanks, I'm Rose. I'm from Spain. I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so honestly, we really hit it off from there, and we became, like, really, really close. Um, a little too close, got in trouble a couple times in class, but you know, it's fine. And so, and, but one day she came to me and she was like, I don't think that it's going to work with this host family. She's like, Ed, I don't think it's for me. Um, you know, and she had said that if she moves, she might have to get sent, you know, pretty far away that there wasn't any host families open in Paulding County or in like the surrounding areas. Um, so yeah, uh, so she had asked me if we could be like her temporary host family just until she finds one, um, like a month maybe at most, you know, and, but I talked with my parents and they were kind of iffy about it, you know, like opening up like our home to like a, a whole like new person they never met before. Um, but we didn't even have a room at the time. Like we had to like turn our office into like a room, you know, get everything ready. Uh, but we talked for a while. Um, and we really felt like this was God opening up a door um, for her to live with us for the remainder of her time here. And so I went back to her and I was like, I don't know if it's going to work or how this is going to work. Um, but we had like contacted her coordinator and everything was good. And we did a background check. And literally the next day she was in my house, moved in. All her bags packed in my house. Um, and honestly, it has been the craziest, funnest time of my life, and it has just been the best time of my life. I just loved it so much, and we're having so much fun. You know, I've never had a little sister and stuff, so um, honestly, it was good news for me and my family uh, because we love her so much, and she's awesome, and it has, like, opened our eyes to, like, cultures we've never really seen before, you know, across the world, in Europe, you know, so, and it's good news for Rose because, you know, she gets to stay with all the friends that she's made so far, and... Um, in some senses, this is what God is doing for us. You know, like we came without a home, without a family and God made it possible for us to belong to him. 
Um, so Psalm 100, verse 3 says, Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Um, and that good news, honestly, is needed now more than ever. Um, all the hopelessness and brokenness and just hurting this world has today, and it's just really what we need now. Okay. <laughs> In order for... Can, you, can they hear me? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, in order for us to understand why the gospel matters so much, we have to go back to the beginning. And in the beginning, God created mankind in his image and to experience the love of God and to walk closely with him. In Genesis 1.27, it says, God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God. He created them, male and female, he created them. Having a relationship. Having a relationship with God is one of the most important things that can that like, you can have and do while you're on the earth. You're probably wondering why or how to believe so passionately in God. Um, for me, it's always been like rough having a relationship with my dad, but. But God has taken his spot, and God has been my heavenly father when my earthly father wasn't really there for me. Um, with my dad, sometimes we wouldn't talk for months, and this was all because of the horrible decisions that he was making and choosing stuff all like over me and my family. I knew at this point, like we didn't, I didn't need to have a relationship with him because it was becoming toxic and it wasn't good for my health or my mental health. At first, it was really hard deciding to not have him in my life because, I mean, he's my dad. As a little girl, you hope that your dad's gonna be there for you and like have all the father-daughter things like, and he's gonna like walk you down the aisle when you get married and stuff, but it's hard not knowing that that I won't have that, and that he isn't there for me anymore. But I know that in the back of my head, God has always been there for me, and he is always going to be. It took me a long time to believe that, but now I believe it so passionately, and I want to live for him. Having a relationship with God matters because he wants us to know that we are not alone. And if one of us is going through something, it's most likely someone else is too. The gospel is the best news ever. So, <laughs> so many of us might be wondering, how can we walk close, closer with God? The main thing that I found is reading the word. And in James, the book of James 4.8, come close to God and God will come close to you. Opening up the Bible was personally one of the biggest struggles for me. I didn't know where to get started. I didn't know, like, what chapter to start on. I didn't know where to start. Genesis, I started there. It didn't really work out because it didn't really make any sense to me at all. Just, it was, it was bad. Like, it was bad. But, but I say. (laughs) 
I found a devotional, and we're actually going to talk about a devotional later on in the message because we are starting Advent at, as a ministry, we are starting Advent, and yeah. So when I found a devotional, it was actually a, um, actually related close to me because I'm a student athlete, and this was a student athlete devotional, and that really started, that really allowed me to get more on fire with God because I didn't know where to start. I barely picked up my Bible as it was. Like, I maybe watched documentaries about the Bible and all that, but I didn't physically open it up. Once I did, God started answering all the questions I had about Christianity. He, he answered, where do we come from? Why are people in the places they are? Why do we have so many languages? What exactly will happen when Jesus comes back? That's, that, I, love, I love Revelation so much. <laughs> but... Every time you read the Bible, no matter how many times you've read a verse, no matter, if, no matter if you read the same verse every day, God will give you a different meaning of that verse. He will teach you something new every single day in the Bible. And if you, even if you've read the Bible like 15 million times, God will teach you something new. So, number two is prayer. Prayer is... Basically, the time is basically a time with you and God. It allows you to speak with God. It allows you to ask God for help. Allows you to repent. And yeah, yeah. So. Okay, so I have something to say. It just popped in my head. Um, I struggle with prayer a lot sometimes because I feel like you know prayer has to be this like structured like thing you're praying to God. You know, it has to be like. Thou and the, you know, the King James Version, you know, like, it has to be, like, all, like, professional and, like, but it doesn't. Like, you're, you are having a career or um, a conversation with, with God, you know, like, he, he's your heavenly father. You can talk to him like you talk to one of your best friends, you know, like, he's there. And then, like, in Nicaragua, I was always scared to, like, pray, you know, like, for, like, the families we were talking to. Um, but honestly, like, once you just realize that it's, like, it's your moment with God, it just comes so much easier, and so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, backing off what Maggie said, like, when I was growing up, I believed that prayer had to fit some sort of formula. Like, you had to say this, you had to say this, you had to ask for this. Like, once, like, when 2021 came around, yeah, that's a good way. Um, when, 20, when 2021 came around, that's when I finally realized it's just, it's just a simple conversation with you and the Father. It allows you to talk with him, like, Sometimes I talk with God about just the most randomest things. Like, I talk to him about how my day was, how, like, how my workout was. It, it's just, I talk, I talk to God about everything. The one thing I do ask a lot from God is healing because that healing is something that, there's a lot of things that happen recently that I just have to ask for healing, and I'll get to that later on, but in Matthew 21, 22, it says, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. And in Mark 9, 29, and he said to them, this, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. Last year, my uh, granddad was, had a severe case of uh, COVID, and he was in the hospital. He was in the hospital for around three weeks, and things weren't really looking good for him. Like, I was worried, my dad was worried, everyone was, everyone in my family was worried, but the one thing that my dad told me was that, just pray. Prayer is powerful, and the power of prayer is just real. We, I constantly prayed every single night that my granddad would get better from COVID. 
And once he got better from COVID, like it was maybe, it was maybe his, I don't know, I don't know exactly. But anyway, there was one, there was one moment when my granddad was in the hospital where he woke up and he was like, I'm fine. Like he wasn't like fine, fine, but you know, he was, he was a lot better than the state he was. He was on a ventilator, but my whole family was praying and it just goes to show the power of prayer is just, it's real. It just allows, it's, it's so, it's so good. One thing I do want to talk about is going on prayer walks, talking with God and all that. I, I found this, I honestly have a habit of this now after workouts and all that. I go on my treadmill for around 10 minutes. And I just talk with God. I open up my Bible, read the verse of the day, and then I just keep scrolling. I keep scrolling because it's just, it's, it's, it's that habit. I want to talk with God. I want to get so much close with God. And it, you can do this, like, you can set out, like, 10 minutes of your day just talking with God. It doesn't have to fit, like, it doesn't have to be, like, actually walking. You can just sit down and just talk with God. Which leads me to my third point, meditating. I love this so much. I did this so much during the senior trip. Like, it just allows you to relax, clear your mind, and focus on God. It allows you just to go in that deep state where it's just you and God it allows you to reflect on your past weeks, repent, talk with God. Allowed, I was honestly like, I was sitting there for 30 minutes just going around, just reflecting on my past years, repenting. It was just, it's amazing. Another, ver another verse I want to talk about, Jeremiah 29, 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Acts 3.19, repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. The only way, I'm sorry, how do I word this? <laughs> okay, here's what I wanted to talk about. Okay, so, kind of wrap up this little mini section right here. Never mind, never mind, never mind. But yeah, why does this all matter? A relationship with God allows, a relationship with God allows us to build, all right, a relationship with God allows us to, allows us to know exactly what God's purpose is for us. I was honestly lost in my journey with God. And once I found him, once I got more connected with God, it's one thing. God laid out his purpose with me. We talked about this a lot during the senior trip. He, he showed me, like, he gives you step-by-step step where you will go in your life. God will show you your purpose if you're really close with him. Having a relationship with God allows us to not only realize our past mistakes, past temptations, and our past sins, but it allows us to realize that the only way to eternal life is through Jesus Christ alone. John 3, 5 Jesus answered, very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the spirit. The only way you can get into heaven is if you have a relationship with Jesus. And we will talk about this more throughout the series, but that's just one thing I kind of wanted to uh, tease a little bit. So to wrap it all up, I want to talk about my personal walk with God and how that's looked for me in my life. I've been going to this church ever since I was three. West Church has been my home my whole entire life, which I've loved it here. And I received the good news of the gospel at age seven. 
Yeah, I didn't really know what that meant at that age. I was very young. I was very immature. I was, I didn't, I didn't even know. I barely knew. All I knew, Jesus died for our sins, and I go into heaven. I didn't, I didn't know much. As I got on and on throughout my life, I, start, I was confused. I didn't know who God was. And the lowest I've ever been in my life was the end of elementary school. I was bullied. There were times where I was down. There were times where I didn't know where to go. I was lost. I didn't know, I didn't know who to rely on. I didn't know who. I didn't know if anyone was there to help me. I didn't know if like, anyone cared. Once, uh, once I got in middle school, once I got plugged in the revolution, that's when things, that's when I started to get a lot closer with God. I started picking up my Bible more, not a whole lot. I started praying a little more. I started, I started to figure out who exactly God was. Like, I thought I was on the right track in middle school, going up into eighth grade. But once I started, once I started high school, that's when things really took a toll for the worst. I never really experienced loss until freshman year. My poppy died. And when I was a freshman. <laughs> and that was one thing that kind of hit me really hard. Just because I, I, I thought I, would, I, I, never, I never knew what loss was. I never knew what it felt like to lose someone. My, pop, my poppy was one of, one of the people that I looked up to as a Christian. He knew so much about the Bible. He would always write me because he was always in and out of the hospital Lean to God. God loves you. I love you. I know that you will get a close relationship with God. And once, once I lost him, I didn't, I didn't know where to go. He was, the, he was the person that I leaned to when I was looking for, even through his letters that he wrote when I was younger. He, when I read those, he, that's where I found where to go. All this adversity that I faced as a Christian leads me to this one verse that kind of changed really at the end of sophomore, no, end of junior year. Joshua 1.9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This verse is actually is, uh, in my Instagram bio. It's, it's my favorite verse in the Bible. But that just tells me that no matter where I go, God is always with me. And if I have that strong relationship with God, God will not only be there for me, but he will lay out my purpose for me. Rush 2021 was kind of the big, like, well, Rush, Rush in general was just kind of that big turning point in my journey with God. Like, I didn't, Rush kind of showed me who God was, how to get close with God, how to exactly have a good relationship with God. Rush 2021 was the one thing that just showed me exactly who God is and what I should do for my next steps. Because once I started getting close, I was, I was lost. I didn't know where to go from there. Like, I, like I, I wanted to get closer, but I didn't know how exactly. At Rush, when they talked about laying, laying your throne down and allowing God to be your throne, that's when I was like, man, that's awesome. Because God will give me the next steps in life. He will show me where to go. He will show me what the, next, what the next road bumps are. He will show me a little bit of adversity time to time, but that's all just to teach me something. 
when we went on our senior trip, that's, that's, when, that's when God really gave me the next steps. The senior trip showed me that just to lay down everything, allow God to take, to take the wheel of your life because he will show you your purpose and who you are meant to be in life. And that's when, after Rush, yeah, kind of, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. After Rush, that's kind of when I started getting more plugged into things. I became a leader at, F- at my school's FCA. It just allowed, when, when I started, I, ugh. excuse me. I also, I also signed up to go to Nicaragua. That's, God showed me that's the next steps. A few weeks ago, I did talk about how God did bless me with the money to go to Nicaragua, which I was shocked. I, I thought I was going to struggle with that so much. But if God has a plan for you and you don't know how you're going to do it, how you're going to raise the funds, God will be there for you no matter what situation you're in. And kind of close this, close, this all, close this all, what is the value of having a relationship with God? My reestablished connection with God allowed me to realize that nothing is possible, that everything is possible with God. God has given me the next steps in my spiritual journey and where to go in the next steps in life. And I feel like if everyone starts doing these things, reading their Bible, praying, meditating, going on prayer walks and all that, God, you will have that deep spiritual connection with God and you, God will slowly give you the next steps in life and show you what your purpose is in life. I want to close this with Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the opportunity for allowing me, Maggie, and Vivian to talk on stage and declare what the good news is and how to have a close, deep, personal relationship with you. I pray that if there's anyone struggling in this room, that they will start to just seek you, find you, start reading the Bible, start praying more, meditate more. I pray that if there's someone in this room who is lost, like if, if someone who is lost in their spiritual journey, I just pray that they get back on track, start realizing that you are the way. You will show them the purpose in life. I pray that, I pray that, I pray that if there's anyone struggling in this room, that just overall that, I pray that they just find you, God. I thank you and I praise you, and I pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.